Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's November the 25th. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1854 and we travel to Cannstatt in Germany where we remember the death of John Quito who raised standards for Bible encyclopedias by adding images and combining articles on relevant topics such as New Testament archaeology. Although deaf, he had travelled and taught in the Middle East, laying a foundation for his biblical knowledge, and he had also founded and edited the Journal of Sacred Literature. John was born into a poor family in Plymouth, on the south coast of England in 1804, and it was at a time in England when education was not mandatory. He had only three years of schooling in four different schools. The drunkenness of his father and the poverty of his family meant that much of his childhood was spent in the workhouse. With the help of his grandmother, he learnt enough to avidly read any book that came to hand. Nonetheless, at the age of 12, he was assisting his father, an alcoholic stonemason, when he fell 35 feet while carrying slate tiles up a ladder. Although he recovered from most of his injuries caused by the fall, he was never again able to hear. He suffered much loneliness as a deaf child, and at the height of only four foot eight inches, his accident left him with an impaired sense of balance. However, his mental abilities were significant and recognised, and he wrote topical articles for local newspapers, arranging eventually to work as an assistant in the local library. And here he continued to educate himself. One of his benefactors was the Exeter dentist Anthony Norris Groves, who offered him employment as a dental assistant. Living with the Groves family, Quito was profoundly influenced by their practical Christian faith and he accompanied Groves on a pioneering mission to Baghdad and served as a tutor to his two sons. In 1833, Quito returned to England via Constantinople, and these travels had made a huge impact on him. He would also go to Malta, Russia, Turkey, Egypt and other eastern lands, And with close observations, he accumulated treasures of knowledge which found their way into his writings. As a deaf man, it seems that he overcompensated with his other senses and he was a careful observer of physical detail. The topography, the animals, architecture agricultural methods and the manner of interaction between people. A London publisher asked Quito to write up his travel journals for a series of articles that were eventually translated into French, German and Dutch and sold well in America. His retelling of Bible stories in the light of what he had seen 
brought the narratives to life and confirmed the accuracy of the biblical texts. They were proved to be very popular. He showed how the activities described by the prophets and apostles accorded with the realities of Eastern culture. And he supplemented his his own observations with details from the journals of other travellers and helped the Bible reader to understand many things previously obscure or contradictory to the Western mind. His careful research into the geography, biology and archaeology of Bible lands served to support and encourage confidence in the authority of the Bible. He eventually wrote a total of 23 books, of which the famous preacher, Charles Spurgeon, see the podcast of March the 18th, considered the daily Bible illustrations to be more interesting than any novel that was ever written, and as instructive as the heaviest theology. His pictorial Bible, Encyclopedia of Biblical Literature, and his daily Bible illustrations became very popular. And he was considered the publisher of the best Bible encyclopedias up to his time. Later, reflecting on his life, he said, I perhaps have as much right as any man that lives to bear witness that there is no one so low but that he may rise. No condition so cast down as to be really hopeless. And no privation which need of itself shut out any man from the paths of honourable exertion or from the hope of usefulness in life. I have sometimes thought that it was possible for my mission to affirm and establish these great truths. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the stabbing of Pope Paul VI in Manila. And as we're coming to the end of our year of podcasts, it's unlikely that next year we'll be able to keep up producing a daily podcast unless funding allows it. If you wish to support us, or you can suggest themes for a series of podcasts for next year, please email us on pogppod at gmail.com. Our archives can be found www.pogp.net and if you have time please subscribe and share the podcast with friends thanks to Kevin McLeod for today's music and have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening